Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, brothers and sisters in Christ and those who have joined us who may not know him but are definitely seeking him out. This is Reverend Dr. Eileen Maddox, and today we are going to go to the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I'll be speaking from the subject of you need to listen. If you will go with me to John chapter 10, Beginning at verse, I think I'll start at 22. Verse 22. Then came the Feast of Dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple area walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us if you are the Christ? Tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you did not believe. The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they know me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. The word of God for the people of God. Again, the subject I'll be coming from today is you need to listen. For the last few days, I've been struggling with saying I can't hear from God. Sometimes we get in a place where everything seems extremely quiet or everything seems like everybody's talking. Either way, it's hard to hear when you can't hear anything. The struggle of a of trying to hear in a crowded space or in an empty space has a lot to do with recognizing language and hearing sound. When we think of the book of John or when we read in the book of John, we always have to remember that John's job was different than the other gospels that did not told the stories of Jesus' time on earth, but he spent more time helping us to understand who Jesus was in terms of his deity and his humanity all at once. It's a thing to try to put that together in a logical, earthbound mind. How is that happening all at once? But the truth of the matter is it takes a belief that is beyond the natural. It takes a supernatural belief that God is able to do exceeding and abundant, abundantly above and beyond all we could ever ask or think. And a lot of times we think of that in terms of what he can give us, 
But right now I want you to think of it in terms of who he is and how he speaks to us. God didn't have to shout. In fact, the scripture says that sometimes he speaks in the most quiet voice. Thing is, is when God speaks, he speaks the language that that is identified in the Bible. I'm not talking about the Aramaic or the Greek or the Hebrew. I am speaking in terms of how spirit speaks to spirit. God knows us, and as believers, we should know him. We should understand when he speaks to us, we are his sheep. He is the shepherd. So all that coming together at one time makes me ask the question, why can't we hear? Why can't we hear when we're praying? Why can't we hear when we've quieted ourselves? Why can't we hear? Well, John speaks in this particular pericope, this group of scriptures gathered together in one space. In fact, my Bible refers to it as the unbelief of Jews. Now, let me say this. As believers, when we're believing but we don't hear, sometimes we have to remember that we're in process. As much as we'd like to say we have reached that goal, the very fact that we are still here means that God is still working in us and through us. In fact, in the deep depths of my soul right now, I know God is trying to make me understand, if nobody else, in this moment, that this, the, Paul, Peter saying, I believe, and Lord, help my unbelief, all in one breath, speaks to how we can be believing as we want to be and unbelieving at the same time. I thank God for the process of sanctification because it opens us up to understand as much as we think we're there, we're still on this journey. Truth be told, I'm still on my journey, and I, I think some of you can identify with the fact that you're on your journey. And there are moments when you are reaching out to God and saying, I can't hear you. I can't hear you, God. Now, let me say this. In this particular context of this sermon, I'm talking about when we can't hear at that moment because both you and I know sometimes God don't say nothing because he's already said it. you trying to wait for him to change his mind, and his voice has already spoken what he needs to say. But I'll tell you, there are times when God is speaking to us and we don't recognize his voice or the language that he's speaking because of the level of unbelief that we're in in that moment. For myself, but I think if you put your hand to your heart and tell yourself the truth, sometimes moments of unbelief cut you off. But God hadn't gone anywhere. It's just that your ear is not open 
you're that sheep. We are, we are that sheep that has strayed towards the fence. We still have the same shepherd, but we have moved out of place. We have cut back on what we hear. We've allowed, I don't know if you know this, but one of the things that, can, uh, that a, uh, a shepherd has to do is pour oil on the, the sheep's ears to keep and, and to help get rid of the flies and the gnats that can get in their ears and, and, and clog them up, and, 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 and the shepherd has to clean them. And there are moments when we've allowed these things to get in our ears and our, in, our, in our hearing space, and we can't hear. But praise God, God can do something about that. Although a, a sheep, an actual sheep in the field can't lift his arms up and, and clean out his ears, as humans, we can clean out our ears. We can rinse them out with ear cleaners, and we can even some people use the practice of waxing where they, uh, what is it? it's not waxing, but where they take this uh, candle and put it at one end and they let the heat from it go through a, some type of tubing into their ears and it causes the wax to melt and come out. We have many ways of cleaning them out, but when you speak of hearing God's spiritual voice, the cleaning out has everything to do with our belief system coming back into play. So if I ask you, why can't you hear, I want to give you three answers to that question. If you can't, if you ask me, I'm saying if I ask you, if I ask the word of God, if we ask the word of God in this particular pericope, in this set of scriptures, God has an answer for us. The first one is you can't hear God because you are ignoring, ah, you are ignoring what God is saying. What? I'm ignoring God. He says, I, when, when, the, when the Jews asked Jesus to say plainly that he, whether he was a Christ or not, the first thing Jesus says is, I did tell you, but you did not believe. Notice I said that, that Jesus said, I told you, but you didn't believe. He didn't say, I told you, but you didn't hear. He said, I told you, but you didn't believe. But if you don't believe, you can't hear. Those are the things that are crowding your ear space. They are not allowing you to hear from God. And he says, I did tell you, but you did not believe. There's an ignoring of the miracles I do in my Father's name that speak for me is what Jesus is saying. I'm telling you in everything I do, but you don't believe it. You come up with an excuse as to why you can't hear me, but it has everything to do with me speaking in terms of my whole life and you not listening. Y'all, I'm saying you and I'm talking about myself. We sometimes get so caught up, we miss the everyday miracles and we miss the miracles of yesterday that are, that are right in front of our face. We miss the fact that the sun rose. We miss the fact that we got up and got 
no matter whether you could walk, talk, or whatever it is, you are still moving in the light of God, and we've already forgotten. We're not seeing the miracle that is already in front of us. When we want to hear from God about something else, we've forgotten the very miracle that's in front of us. We don't believe because we act like we don't know. I act like I don't know. You act like you don't know. We act like we don't know that God speaks in everything that he does and allowing electricity to flow. God speaks and allow us to move, allowing us to move to and fro in our lives. God is always speaking to us, and he speaks to us by everything he does. But when we don't believe, we can't hear him. So we might as well say, as, I, as God has shown me, the reason we don't hear is because we are ignoring the very move of God in everything we do. The blood that flows through our veins, God, speak to me. The fl- blood that flows through our brains, the, the being in our right mind, able to go to work, come back home, able to do what we need to do, able to feed ourselves, able to feed others, able to see others, seeing folks being healed. We act like we don't see it. We ignore. That is why we don't hear. The first one is we are ignoring what God is saying by not believing. The second reason why we can't hear, and I'm telling you there's some alliteration going on here, is we are ignorant of the sound. What do you mean we're ignorant of the sound? To be ignorant is to just not know. And when you ignore God, you can also become ignorant to how he I give it, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. Please say, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. But when we're in a place of unbelief, we become ignorant to the very voice of God. What am I talking about? When we let the enemy get into our ear space, into the place of hearing, we cannot hear. And when we don't hear, we don't understand. And when you don't understand, you don't know. And when you don't know, you become ignorant to the very sound of the creator. When we don't study the word of God, when we study the word of God, but we allow other voices into our ears, speak to me, God. When we've allowed other voices into our space, we become ignorant of the word of God because we've cut it off. we left all understanding. And as much as we study this word, I don't know about y'all, but I've been in this a little bit uh, with a little bit of time, so I've read through the Bible on many occasions, but you can't you can't measure it by how many times you've gone through the pages because God is continuously giving us revelation. But we lose revelation. We become ignorant to revelation when we're not believing 
the very God that we serve. We are his sheep. We're supposed to know him. We're supposed to know his voice. But when you cut something off, sometimes you can't remember it. In high school and college, I took French. I love French. Was it practical? No, not necessarily, because we are in a much more Spanish-speaking world in, in America right now. But I took French, and I love the way it rolls off the tongue. I love to say, and bonjour. I even like to say it in la bibliothèque, which is just saying library. I think it's beautiful. But here I cannot keep up with it because I don't speak it every day. I'm not studying it every day. I know the sounds, but I lose track of the sounds. Sometimes I pronounce the words wrong because I hadn't heard them in so long. But when I went to Africa, I went to a French-speaking country. And within 10 days, I started to be able to speak a little bit more. I began to remember the verbs. I began to remember nouns. And I began to make short sentences, choppy, yes, but more than I had been doing for years. Now, that was back in 2000. Now I'm back in Charlotte, and I have not had to speak French to anybody. And so my French is off, and I'm ignorant to things that I don't remember. I can't remember what the word for door is today. I can't remember what the word is for bed today or what the word is for stairs or what the word is for TV, television. My God. But when I go back into that space of someone speaking French, even if somebody comes to me and we choose to exchange a few words, things begin to pop up again. The thing is, is I begin to believe I can do this again. And when we leave the word of God, we lose. We lose the revelation of God and we become ignorant of his very sound. And now the third part, first we become we, we are ignoring the voice of God, or we're ignoring what God is saying. Then we are ignorant of the sound, of the language, of the revelation. And finally, we, ah, I got a new word for you. We are not ignified by the fact that Jesus and the Father are one. Therefore, they are, he is God, and he is able to speak to us. And we can hear him because he is the Lord our God, and God has given him what to say to us. Now, the word ignify means to form a fire. So what I'm saying is we're not fired up by the fact that Jesus and the Father are one. You see, you have more belief if you recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord. You have more of a be able to hear and become less ignorant and more knowledgeable of who God is if you recognize that God was speaking to you through the words of Jesus. That's just like saying if you read this Bible with the understanding of of the voice, the spirit through revelation can come to you, and you will no longer say, I'm not hearing from God. You will know you're hearing from God because you will no longer be ignorant of who he is because now your belief system has brought forth the uh, God Almighty, and God is now speaking to you in a way that you can hear everything that was clouding your ears is now removed because you are believing that God can speak. You are believing that those things that are 
confusing you and confounding you and are saying that you are ignorant are no longer there. Now you are knowledgeable because you're no longer ignoring. And finally, there is a fire that is necessary in understanding who God is because of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are the ones who are speaking to you. You just have to be in a place of belief so that God can come through. God is saying, I am trying to talk to you, but you don't believe me. I woke you up this morning. I said, get up. I'm trying to talk to you. He said, get up, child. Walk around. Go wash yourself. Get yourself together. Go to work. Serve me by the way that you work. Go to school. Serve me in that space. Do what you need to do. If you're an entrepreneur, get on up and do your business that I have for you. And if you do it, believing that I am an outsider, I'm in the midst of all of this, then you will recognize and hear my voice. You will no longer be ignorant. You will no longer ignore me. And you will be ignified, or you will set, there will be a fire set in your heart for the completeness of God who's addressing you because you believe. Hallelujah. God is saying, you will hear me when you believe me. Hallelujah. God is saying, you will no longer be ignorant. When you believe me, God is saying you'll no longer ignore me because you believe me. And the fire will be ignited in you because you know that everything that is said is straight from God. My brothers and sisters, John chapter 10, verse 22 through 20, Lord, 29, I mean through 30. It's telling us to listen to God. Believe what he says. Become knowledgeable. Become excited. Ignite the fire that is already in you, but you've allowed to go low. God is going to do exactly what he said. thing he speaks is what he's already spoken and what will be spoken in the future. God says, listen that you might hear. The word of God. If you don't know this, God, I want to introduce you to a God that will wipe away, that will take away the other things that clog your ears and will show you how to believe in him. He's so good. Not only does he want you to believe in him, he shows you how to believe in him. You're even listening to this moment is his work. He initiated this. While you're trying to figure it out, God has already walked it out and talked it out. Open your ears that you might hear by becoming saved. You can't get ready for this. And trust me, the process 
will get you where you're trying to go. But trying to do it without Jesus is just like that lamb that's headed toward the fence with flies in his ear, no anointing. It's fruitless. But thank God for a shepherd who will cut across the field and come and get you and will rub your ears with an anointing oil that will clear them out and then give you a word that sets you back on track. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Give your life to Christ. All you have to do, all you have to do is go right back in that same chapter 10, the verses 9 and 10, where it says, let me go back, I go back. (laughs) Oh, I'm on the wrong one, not 9 and 10, I'm sorry. He says, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. All you have to believe is that he gave his life. He took all of your sins upon him. He allowed himself to be killed. And God awakened him from the dead. Mm. The enemy is trying to mess with me, trying to help you through this, so I'm going to do it again. If you believe Jesus Christ is Lord and he died for the remission of your sins, all you have to do is say, I believe, and your ears will be opened. You will receive the revelation of God And you, my friend, will be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I believe that was a call of salvation um, by uh, Reverend Dr. Arlie Maddox. And uh, so real quickly, I'll just want to jump into the announcements. And I'll get uh, Dr. Reverend Pauline to uh, wrap up tonight's show. <clears throat> All right, tonight's show is a product purpose game network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, uh, we greatly appreciate um, your listenership and your support. We also appreciate those that share with your friends and family members and letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And uh, anytime we do a live broadcast, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And you can just press the number one, and we'll get you into our host. Uh, also, to let you know, PKN does have his very own radio network, which is pkn.com. And once again, that is pkn.com. <clears throat> and I'm going to say it one more time, pkn.com. Check it out. Uh, right there, you can listen to 24 hours of inspirational music. And uh, just feel free to share that with your friends and family members. Anytime you just want to hear some good, uplifting Christian music, go to pkn.com, all right? And um, also, we invite you to like us on our Facebook page at Purpose Kingdom on Facebook. Uh, There you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. From time to time, we do make announcements, and uh, we do update uh, some things. So 
please feel free to like us on Facebook where you can keep updated with Purpose Kingdom Network. All right, and uh, anytime you want to hear any of our past broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And uh, as always, uh, please share with your friends and family members. All right, and um, well, guys, well, guys, bless me. Hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for DTW Ministries, hosted by Reverend Aaron Williams. And once again, well, guys, well, guys, bless me. Hope you join us tomorrow evening for DTW Ministries, hosted by Reverend Aaron Williams, and that is going to be at the 9 p.m. hour. So don't miss it. Okay, and um, <clears throat> anytime you want to contact us here, at Purpose Kingdom Network, for any correspondence uh, via email. You can uh, email us, email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We'd gladly honor that. Uh, we are broadcasting anywhere that uh, where you can uh, pick up podcasts, uh, at iTunes, uh, and uh, all those other uh, avenues and uh, the uh, broadcast. Uh, iTunes simply just type in Purpose Kingdom and like us, and that way you won't miss the episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. All right, with that being said, uh, I'm going to hand the uh, show back over to Dr. Reverend Eileen Maddox. And um, before I hand the show back over to you, I just want to uh, make a suggestion. Um, is there any way you can run for mayor in the city that you live in? Because I would love to say mayor... Dr. Reverend Ali Maddox, so I can add one more title to your name. I think that would be fun. Uh, yes, I have many titles. <laughs> but uh, mostly I want to be known as somebody who loves the Lord and his um, His servant. So if, 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 if it's too many of them, just go to uh, just a uh, child of God. <laughs> I want everyone to know that God wants us to open our ears that we might hear. And the only way we can open our spiritual ears to believe. A lot of times I have conversations with people and they're trying to give me a logical answer to things that are supernatural. And my answer to them is, so let me tell you what's the difference, the difference between most religions and Christianity. It is based primarily on your believing that Jesus Christ is Lord, and not everyone can do that. But in our belief, we are set free. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So tonight I just want you to remember that. We believe so that you may hear. And in your hearing, God can move in your life and God's purpose will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and without excuse, and with great joy, to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Jesus led. He raised me. I'm doing it.
he saves me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. 